Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to hear, or you're already hearing, you are right now hearing another episode of Treks and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. It is Sunday. It is May 16th, 2021. This is show 818. I was going to do maybe a guest cast or, or a repeat show, but I decided to do a podcast or uh, show this week, kind of a mini cast sort of thing that I haven't done in a little while. I'm, it's going to be a little more um, not going to have a particular subject. Well, there's sort of a subject, I'll tell you in a second, but not a main topic, we'll call it. Um, each week, I typically talk about you know what I'm watching in terms of uh, TV movies, and, and I thought I would just sort of focus on that for this week. This will probably only be about maybe about a half-hour show point out some things that I'm watching, some newer things probably that I haven't mentioned, maybe some things I've been mentioning over the past few weeks or months, but I thought that would be kind of fun for a little more casual show this week. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to do, talk about that. hope everybody's doing well. Uh, apparently, the CDC said now if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask pretty much anywhere. Uh, of course, local rules and local businesses and transportation can kind of vary on that, but that's I feel it's kind of good news, and I think, uh, yeah, maybe we're heading to finally finish this thing. So anyway, let's, uh, let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, again, welcome everyone to Treks in Sci-Fi. If you'd like to support the podcast, let's just say this now. Um, that's over at patreon.com forward slash Treks in Sci-Fi. There you can donate uh, a couple of dollars a month or whatever you feel like to uh, to support the show. And uh, congrats to Rick Moyer, who won our recent Patreon contest. He got a uh, good old... Playmates uh, made brand phaser from Trek from the original series, along with a Darth Vader t-shirt. And I'm going to try to do those a few times a year, a little contest for the Patreon members. And also uh, we do a usually about quarterly Patreon uh, member uh, podcast together over Skype. So a couple little things you get for being a Patreon supporter along with some exclusive content. Uh, typically, when I go to cons and things like that, I'll try to post some extra things there. But thanks to everyone who does support the show via Patreon. So how's everybody? Hope everybody's well. I'm well. Uh, it's been a uh, been a good weekend so far. The weather here in Michigan, here's your weather report. It's been pretty good, although we got a little rain today. Uh, as I think I've said recently, I never, never will complain about rain. Rain is always good. Um, just about, you know, unless you're planning a big outdoor event, then you probably don't want it to rain. But, uh, but yeah, yesterday we were about 70. We're supposed to be getting into the low 80s this coming week, uh, amazingly, which for mid-May in Michigan is, is honestly is not that common. We usually stay pretty low here. You know, once we hit about June, then we'll have, you know, typically warmer weather. Uh, but, um, yeah, there you go. There's your weather report. <laughs> so... 
Uh, but uh, and I me- as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, you know, the CDC announcement a few days ago, it's so weird. I don't like to talk too much about the pandemic and COVID on here. I, I do mention it typically, usually how it's going on here in Michigan as some of, or probably a lot of people in the United States realize, you know, for some reason for a while now, Michigan has had the the highest case counts. I, I have no idea why that's the case. It, it's, it's, it's weird to me. We're actually doing better here vaccination wise than the national average. I think we're in the upper 50s percentage wise for vaccinated people or something. And I think the country as a whole is somewhere in the 40s or something. Not a big difference, but it is getting better. We we are seeing a, you know an improvement here. But that big announcement, when was it? Wednesday or Thursday last week about CDC saying basically if you're fully vaccinated, don't got to wear a mask anywhere, at least per their recommendation. Now, of course, lots of businesses, um, airlines, transportation things, every a lot of places are still quickly ahead announced. Oh well, we're still going to require it, and I get that. That's, you know, I get the, you know, requiring it for everybody because they can't really be sure who is and who isn't vaccinated. But, you know, my kind of point right now, whether they're a worker at a place or somebody in, in the general public, in the United States at least, you can pretty much walk in and get a vaccination right now. There's no problem getting it pretty much everywhere. Now, I'm sure there's some small places out there. There may be some people still having a little trouble. I don't know. I have not heard that really in, in recent weeks. Most people who want to can. So, but the the ones I always say, the, the ones I always point out are the like little kids who can't. I think they just announced 12 and up, right? <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. The, um, yeah, 12 and up because Chris down in Florida, I know he, I think he got his kids vaccinated or started the process um, this uh, recently. So, uh, but under 12, you can't, kids can't get it. So, you know, when people say, well, it's people's right and adults don't have to if they don't want to, and they're only really hurting themselves. And I'm like, no, there's a lot of other, here's my Rico soapbox for the podcast, and it won't be long. Um, But uh, if you're an adult and you decide not to get vaccinated, then like you are putting, because you have obviously a potential of getting COVID and therefore potentially infecting little children who can't get vaccinated, who aren't allowed to get vaccinated. They have not approved it for that yet. So just get vaccinated. It isn't a problem. No one's having a problem. You know, like just, I mean, uh, yeah, um, I realize there's a tiny, tiny percentage of out there that have had bad reactions, but it's a lot less than people dying and getting sick from COVID, folks. So just get, just get vaccinated. All right. Just, it's just, yeah. You're, you're basically going to get COVID or get vaccinated at this point. And yes, you can get COVID if you've been vaccinated, but it's not not likely. It's been very, very pr- small percentage of that those people. And those people who have gotten it after being vaccinated are, you know, they're not having a bad, bad of a time of it. You know, they don't go to the hospital. They don't get on a respirator, all that jazz. So there's just uh, unless you have a severe medical condition or reason medically that you can't um yeah so obviously i'm not talking to those people but all right enough about that let us get in right just charge right into what i wanted to talk about today and uh there is so much content out you know we there've been some threads on the Trex and sci-fi facebook group about this you know we have all of these 
just streaming services. We've got Peacock now, Paramount Plus, HBO Max, Hulu, you know, uh, of course, good old Netflix, which is the old kid on the block, it seems like, right? Um, what else, What am I forgetting? Disney, Disney Plus, of course. Uh, it, it, it's just, oh, Prime, Amazon Prime. So what I'm going to do is run down maybe about six or seven, quickly I'll run down six or seven shows I'm watching and maybe mention a few others too. Um, but i talk a little bit more in detail on a few of these things that I've been enjoying. Oh, during quarantine-ish, you know, we call it quarantine, call it the last year, but in recent in recent times, no, nothing, you know, that I watched, you know, 10 years ago or something, but stuff that's airing these days now, and I'm going to stick to not going to really talk about movies too much. Uh, I talk about those as they come out pretty much. I did watch that Those Who Wish Me Dead. Is that the name of it? Weird title. There's a new Angelina Jolie movie. Uh, kind of a thriller with involving, she's like a firefighter. It's on HBO Max. It just premiered a couple of days ago. It's in theaters too. I, I watched it last night. It was okay. It was it was a really, honestly, a totally forgettable movie. Uh, I, I, I don't know. There's just, I watch a lot of, you know, obviously sci-fi fantasy and things. And, and I watch dramas and other stuff and action things and all that. But man, this movie was just like, the you know there was just like some bad people wanted to kill some people and and Angelina Jolie got involved in it and 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 it was just except for the fire fire and firefighting angle of it it just was like ah it, there really wasn't much to it uh, you know it was just like and uh, but I mean I got to sit down watch it with some popcorn at my house and didn't have to pay any extra except for my normal HBO subscription fee but um, all right so. But not talking about movies, right? Uh, all right, first show that I've talked about r- quite a bit recently. I mention it pretty regularly because it, it is definitely the favorite of what I've been watching over the past few months. I'm very slow, as I've mentioned before. I'm very slow to watch series. I typically will watch, even if a new show comes out on Netflix with all the episodes at once, I typically only will watch like an episode a week, sometimes not even that, uh, because I'm watching so many things. I rotate um and I have it's the same thing with like reading comics, uh, and and I, I've kind of always been like this. It's probably even more so these days than it ever was because there's so much content. But um, it, and everybody has their different ways of doing these things. There's there's obviously a lot of people who like to binge, who will sit down uh, during a weekend and just watch one show and burn through it, right? And I've had. My, my view on that a little bit is, is, is just this, is a lot of these shows I don't feel are, I don't feel you get the same sort of impact when you watch something that way versus watching it over a period of time, uh, especially TV shows that were kind of always designed that way. Now, newer cable streaming mechanisms and services are different, although a lot of the newer streaming services are not dumping all the episodes out at once. You know, Netflix does it. Um, does Prime even? No, Prime doesn't do it. Prime doesn't do it. Disney wasn't doing it with, like, Mandalorian. Um, they don't do it with Star Trek shows on on Paramount now or used to be CBS All Access. So um, a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people would, <laughs> you know, they watch an episode and go, oh, I want to watch another one. And, and what they do with some of these is they put out two or three when they first release it, right? And then they do like one a week after that. But uh, I like that myself. I can kind of keep up with that. 
and I'm kind of happy that most of them didn't go the Netflix route. The other factor in all of this is, as I've mentioned this many, many times, spoilers, obviously. If a show gets dumped on a, on a day and everyone's really excited to watch it, there will be, will be people that will watch it all and then they start posting stuff online. And, and I just, it's, I can't sit down and watch a show all in a, in a row. One, I don't usually have that kind of time. I'll typically watch a couple of hours of, of television each night. That might be a movie. It might be a couple of episodes of two different series. Uh, but that's my limit typically. And sometimes not even that. So I, I can't sit down and watch 10 hours, even over a couple of days. That would, I just don't, I don't have that kind of time typically, even on weekends. So with all that said, all right, let's go back to what I was saying. Uh, the first show that I want to talk about, which is my favorite currently, and I'm, I've only got three episodes left, I think, of the th- second season that is out now. The show is on Apple TV. Uh, it is uh, developed and, and written a lot by Ron Moore, who people that uh, love Star Trek know who Ron Moore is from Next Generation days and and other other things like uh, Battlestar Galactica reboot and all that. Anyway, this show is called For All Mankind. The basic one or two sentence pitch for this show was or is that um, what ha- what would have happened to history and, and the space program if the Russians had beat to the United States to the moon? And when I first heard about this show, I, I have to admit it was like, eh, what can they do with that, really? Well, you know what? But this show has gone well beyond um, what I had thought. At, you know, completely, it's gone into a really interesting way of sort of rewriting history a, a little bit. And there have been other shows that have done things like this before, not quite like this one, not exactly, of course, like this one. But um, the 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 real thing that that happens, and this isn't really much of a spoiler, but the real thing that happens is that, and I will, by the way, I'm not going to try to spoil any of these. I'll play some trailers that are just, um, I'm going to just play the season one trailer here in a moment for all mankind, but um, I won't spoil these shows. But the the real thing that ends up happening with this, and, and Ron, I, I think Ron Moore had a really interesting idea and concept here, is that what it does with the Russians kind of, beating uh, the U.S. to the moon, it pushes the space program harder and more, and and it it, it makes the space program, in, in essence, better. It, it, it makes the, I mean, I'm talking about the U.S. space program. In other words, with, it's a common thing in industry, business, whatever, sports, competition breeds, you know, better things in a way, right? If you have competitors, think like I, I work kind of in the automotive industry and coatings and paint, but competition between auto companies was what drives and pushes, oh, there's a little pun, but it pushes um, better things. And I'm already 15 minutes into this podcast and I wanted to go a half hour, probably going to be more than a half hour. Let's go for 45 minutes. How, how about that? But because um, I'm blabbering a lot and, and, and I wanted to keep this more succinct, but point is, is that the, the for all mankind concept with the Russians beating the U.S., it, it is is made the space program develop in more uh, better than it would have been without it, like we've already, we've experienced, you know, in, in reality. So here is trailer for season one of For All, All Mankind. It's on Apple TV. Apple TV is I think probably besides maybe the basic level of Hulu is one of the cheaper streaming services. And I think they've really started to have some cool stuff on there. And it's, I think it's only 
five bucks a month, six bucks a month, five ninety nine maybe. I got it free because I bought a <laughs> I bought a new iPad, so I have it like free for a year, which is that's a good deal. So anyway, here is the trailer for All Mankind for season one. I believe that this nation should commit itself to landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. After thousands of years gazing up in the heavens and dreaming of this day, a man is about to set foot on the moon. Across the world, people wait with bated breath. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a live signal. There he is. The shock across the nation at this event is just indescribable. The Soviet cosmonaut has become the first to set foot on the moon. We thought it was about being first. Turns out the stakes are much bigger than that. Get back to work. We're still in this thing. Change your plans, gentlemen. There is water on the moon. This race will be ours to fight for and to win. And we are not stopping there. Moon lab. We need to accelerate the base. You're going to be an astronaut candidate. No, I'm going to be an astronaut. We're going to Mars, Saturn, the stars, the galaxy. Drifting right. Watch it. Eagle, this is Houston. Do you copy? This is not the end of the race. We must keep our eyes to the future. Three, two. All right, so there you've got the season one trailer to the For All Mankind show. It's just a perfect show for me because I, I grew up during that, you know, era a bit, uh, space program, you know, little kid wanted to be an astronaut type of thing. So, yeah, it's 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 really, really well, I, I, you know, it's really well done. They intersperse real events, history, uh, historical figures, the presidents at the time. You know, and make it um, like, okay, this is just this little divergent sort of like alternate history thing. But the also the cast and the actors in it, Joel Kinnaman is one of the the, the main guys in the, in the show. And I, I really, really liked what he does in the show. And he's in the Suicide Squad movie, the, the new one coming, and he was in the first one. He's flagging those. Uh, but anyway, the, you really, if you can get Apple TV, even for like a... I think all the episodes are out now. Like I said, I've got two or three. There's two seasons out now, 10 episodes, I believe, each season, and 20 episodes. You know, even if you bought Apple TV for a month for six bucks or whatever, well worth it. Not even the price of a movie um, for, you know, they're about an hour long episodes, so 20 hours. Uh, people always, you know, people keep talking about these streaming services and the cost involved, but I mean, even if you just watch a, a couple of shows on it, it pretty much pays for it. When you think about how much it costs to see like a movie or other entertainment, I get that they, once you have about eight or nine of these streaming services, you're at like, you know, a hundred bucks worth of stuff. But um, I mean, of course it all depends on how much entertainment time you have, what you want to watch. You guys all decide for yourselves, but great show. All right, let's move on to something uh, quite a bit different. 
this um, this is a, a show that uh, was on AMC and now it's like on AMC Plus or whatever it's called. I still also have cable, so I watch a lot of this stuff. Um, but anyway, um, there's a book series out there called The Discovery of Witches. And uh, there's a TV series. There's three books in the trilogy, and there are two seasons of this show out now. I'm also eh, nearing the end of season two and watching it, um, but I'll play the trailer uh, to season one. Uh, the premise of this show is, and we're going completely different than the sci-fi kind of for, for all mankind, although it's it's not even really too much sci-fi, but the uh, discovery of witches, as you can guess, it's a fantasy thing. It's about witches and vampires and other creatures, as they're called. And uh, essentially, it's 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 sort of a bit of a love story between uh, a vampire and a witch. But there's a lot more to it than that. Uh, I, I think the show is, is really well done, although it's really hard. Not hard, but it's different when I watch it because so much of the books are, are left out. But that's that's kind of common and not surprising. And they've kind of changed things a little bit around when they do the show. But I think the cast is really, really great on the on the show. Um, this guy named Matthew Good is is the one of the leads, and Teresa Palmer, who people who um, watch the fantasy movies and stuff. She's done a few things. You, you'll probably recognize her. But anyway, the, t- the two main leads are great. Uh, I really enjoyed the show quite a bit. Uh, anyway, here is a trailer to the season of, uh, or sorry, season one trailer for A Discovery of Witches on AMC. Once the world was full of wonders, but it belongs to humans now. We have all but disappeared. Demons, vampires, and witches hiding in plain sight. Professor Claremont, your vampire. You're a witch. To determine what's happening to us, we have to understand our beginnings. The book. I've been looking for it for over a century. If we witches have the book of spells, it could change everything. You need to be careful. Is that a threat? No. It's a warning. It's not about the book, is it? The Covenant forbids interspecies relationships. Are you seriously considering endangering our family? For which? If you do, it'll be war. I don't get to choose who I love. If we were allowed to come together, there'd be fewer problems. Yeah, that's a good show. Our is a, is a good show. They I hope they do a season uh, three because there's three books. Season two, it, well, each season does one of the books, covers one of the books. Anyway, really good. If you like the, there's a whole 
bunch of books out and literature, you know, in uh, novels and trilogies and longer series that are with this idea of, of, you know, creatures like vampires, sometimes werewolves, demons, whatever, living amongst humans. I mean, the show uh, that was on was HBO, right? Uh, True Blood from several years back. I mean, that ran for what, like seven seasons, pretty successful. That was a great show. Uh, also, the, the little difference here in the discovery of witches, as, as they say in the trailer there, the, the creatures, these um, otherworldly creature type things, vampires and so on, are hidden. And in True Blood, they had kind of come out and the public knew about them, which was a very interesting take. I always like True Blood because in most of these kinds of stories, books, shows, movies, um, those the the public doesn't know. It's always like someone realizing, oh, there's vampires or oh, there's werewolves, right? That's ninety five percent of what's out there, and and True Blood kind of turned that. I like the idea that that it was a you know change of things of like, oh no, everyone knows now. There are, these things are real. So all right. A couple things, uh, a couple things I'll breeze through pretty quick that 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 you guys have heard me talk about, but I'll make mention of Falcon and um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier has finished up on Disney Plus. It was only six episodes that I really liked a lot. That's another one you could watch. Uh, obviously, prior prior to that was WandaVision. Also, really enjoyed that, uh, and we have Loki coming in June. So you know Disney Plus. Uh, and, and these things have um, been talked about. I've talked about them on here, so I won't spend a whole lot of time. And the uh, the other one, obviously, on there was Mandalorian. And now we have um, the, the new show that just started, Star Wars-related show, is The Bad Batch, right? Which, yeah, I just realized I've got an episode to watch this week that I haven't watched yet. So that's the new animated uh, series that... Um, uh, with Dave Filoni, I think was the creator or is the creator. And, uh, yeah, really fun. Uh, a little bit of a different take on things and set in a really interesting time period, basically really right at the very end of like revenge of the Sith when order 66 goes out. Um, so yeah, check, check that out as well. Uh, that, that's a lot of fun. Um, let's bounce back to, um, Let's bounce back to Apple TV, another show that I uh, really enjoy on there. I think I, I'm no, I've mentioned this, but it's just got its second season airing or or coming out right now, so it's probably a good time to talk about it. Um, this is this show is called Mythic Quest. This is a show basically. <laughs> this is more of a comedy or is a comedy drama, comedy drama, dramedy, whatever. Um, basically, it's about a gaming studio and the and the people that work there who work on an MMO type game, kind of like World of Warcraft that, that I've played forever or prior to that EverQuest. And, um, but it, they're quirky, they're goofy, uh, they're kind of ridiculous, but I, I, I get a big kick out of it because I do play MMOs and games and I, I, I know that world and it, it's fun to see a show like this. And now that Big Bang Theory is gone, you know, a show about kind of nerdy, geeky people, uh, I, I like the self-absorbed kind of boss character, Ian. His his name is like it's I A N, so you think you'd call him Ian, but it's that he 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 says, "Oh no, it's pronounced Ian," or what? It's like stuff like that gives you. It. But um, I I like to mix you know drama with comedy, and and you know kind of have a mix of things that I watch, uh, fi- fantasy and sci-fi, whatever. But 
the uh, th- this show is a lot of fun. Again, the second season just started. I think they're uh, dropping episodes each week. Maybe there's about five out, and I think. If I remember right, I think season one had like, they had a couple of bonus episodes. So I think they did like 11 or 12 episodes. And it looks like second season will be kind of like that too. But here is a a trailer to Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. It had a little subtitle. Uh, That was for season one of of this series on uh, Apple, Apple Plus TV or Apple TV, whatever the heck it's called on that on that streaming service. legendary heroes one man will rise to take all of the credit this game has something that no one else will me this is where the magic happens hey can i get a coffee i'm coming Everybody has that game that they fell in love with because they make an impact. Those games were somebody's legacy. Well, this is my legacy. Our legacy. Our legacy, whatever. It's not my legacy. I have a BA in women's studies. What exactly is women's studies? It follows the experiences of women and the contributions they've made to... Inquiry withdrawn. Quick thing, I'm, I'm worried about the time. Yeah, David, I'm moving as fast as I can. It's not my fault that these watermelons don't explode like real heads. I can get you real heads. Not human. That's commitment. I built your vision. It's like you're this brilliant painter, and I'm your favorite brush. I'm just some tool to create your masterpiece. I like that metaphor, but it's not quite right, is it? I Are think you seriously about to noodle on my metaphor right now? that I can be difficult. Papa, you can't give up. We're like the Beatles. <laughs> Together, we make masterpieces. I could write the lyrics and the music and everything, but it would sound completely different without the drums. Wait, I'm Ringo? Well, yeah, of course you're Ringo. I mean, look, somebody's gotta keep the beat. Oh my God! At least you brought me breakfast. Oh, this is mine. It's prescription. A prescription bagel? Legally, you're actually not allowed to ask me about Whatever. it. Yeah, I, I like that show a lot. Uh, Mythic Quest, uh, it's not, you know, super heavy. It's fun. The uh, shows are about a half hour on that, uh, you know, and it's kind of filling my need for a nerdy, geeky show without Big Bang Theory. Also, the other show that it kind of reminds me quite a bit of is Silicon Valley, which ended its run after how many seasons did that run? Seven? Something like that. So, uh, all right, let's bounce back to sort of a fantasy thing. This is a, a fairly new series. Uh, it is on uh, HBO. I think it's, um, I've only got, I, I got to watch episode five. I think there's only going to be six episodes in the in the season. So I think the, tonight, I think, might be the season finale. I think it's Sunday nights. I, I watch it usually a day or two later or three or more. But anyway, the show is called The Nevers. It was um, uh, created, uh, I don't know, solely. I don't know if he did it solely. But anyway, Joss Whedon worked on this, and now he's off the project. Partly because of all the stuff that's going on with Joss Whedon in the news, but I don't know if there were other things. But it doesn't really matter. I kind of try to ignore that right now because it's a cool little fantasy show, and there's a I always look at it this way when people are people will talk about these things like uh, somebody has some allegations or some problems or whatever. I mean, a lot of people talent 
actors, behind the scenes folks go into these shows. So I, I, I'm just because there's one bad apple, one bad egg, whatever the phrase is, you know, I, I like the show so far. Anyway, it's called The Nevers. It's on HBO or HBO Max or whatever the heck you've got. I keep saying whatever the heck. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Um, but anyway, this is um, the basic premise of this show is uh, there's a little event that happens. I think it's supposed to be sort of like a, is it a meteor or something happens? I I don't know. But not that important because it's what you know there you call it the sort of MacGuffin or whatever to get things going but essentially um it gives um some of the natives and this is set around the turn of the century approximately i forget if they ever say the exact year um in in the london area and it gives um certain abilities and powers and different things different effects uh to um some of the women uh, and some of the men, but mostly the women. So it's typical kind of, I, I would say, sort of typical Joss Whedon thing of, of you know, having a, a, a women-focused show, kind of like Buffy was. It's sort of like fantasy Buffy, <laughs> turn-of-the-century Buffy in a way. Uh, there's a little group of women who try to protect those with these abilities because they're sort of persecuted. So there's sort of an X-Men, you know, hunted mutant vibe to it a little bit. They're always getting into trouble. Um, most of the public is either afraid of them or, or don't like them. They're kind of segregated. And I, I'm kind of giving you just a brief overview. I'll play the, the trailer for you here in a moment. But um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. It's 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 a bit of a slow burn, as people call it these days. Uh, I, I think it, we'll see what happens with the show now with the whole Joss Whedon thing, if they'll get more. It would be kind of, I, I, I always feel kind of it's a bit of a shame when you get these shows going and especially something, uh, it's a very elaborate production, uh, a lot of period costuming and sets and designs and things. Uh, so it's, um, it, it, I would like to see more. I hope we get more. Um, it's kind of that show, the other show that was on, it was HBO, I think as well, Lovecraft Country. I hope we get another season of that. Um, but anyway, here is a trailer to The Nevers. Three years ago, everyone at the touched woke up with a power. Touched are rewriting the rules of reality. I want them under control. Even if it requires a bloodletting. I will cut your face to a mess. You know the touched. Yes, they have weird deformities and afflictions. They're unhappy. Well, whatever they are, I think they're a gold mine. You know what a better world could be like. Is that the mission you were going on about? Yes. I do have a mission. And I'm not cut out for it. But it matters. There's a harmony to our world that's worth preserving. The touched are not a threat, yet you seem determined to prove that they are. The church, the purists, they're a danger to us. We have enemies we don't know about yet. Ah! Oops. I am here for a reason. Our first response cannot be hate. We'll be lined up in the streets. 
want the wicked punished and the good protected. Do you often engage in public violence? I know where I am in a fight, because I see glimpses of the future. <laughs> Something happened. Watching you throw yourself at danger like you think it's gonna propose. Could be fun. There's savagery, chaos. Attached, I need protection and I need information about why we're here and what we're meant to do next. We're taking a terrible risk. The future of the world depends on what I'm doing. The future of the world depends on the present. Attached are part of something much bigger. So there you get a pretty good feel for um, for the show. Again, uh, most of these shows that I've talked about here, the I always feel the casts are really strong. There's a really good cast for this show as well, for the Nevers. And people that you don't really know um, super well, uh, there's also all the, you know, the Victorian kind of England period type stuff in this that would appeal to, I think, a lot of people these days. But, yeah, give it a try. Don't let the whole Joss Whedon thing put you off. I mean, if you've got HB, sorry, was that, yeah, what am I trying to say here? It is HBO, right? Wait a second. Do I have to look that up? Look, uh, let's see. Let's look this up again for a second. For a second here, because I'm a Nimrod. Yes, HBO. There we go. Three years so, ago. I think if you heard a little bit of the trailer again there, I had to click back to it. Sorry about that. But all right. So, uh, The Nevers on HBO. Plus, it's a pretty limited show. It's only six episodes, about an hour each. Um, wrapping up, I think, tonight, I think, is the finale. All right, uh, last show I'm going to highlight, and I may mention a few others as well, but in this one I've only watched three episodes so far, so I'm kind of a bit mixed, you know, or I don't have a, a complete opinion on it yet, uh, but I thought I would mention it for a few reasons. It's on uh, Netflix. It is the, um, uh, sorry, blanking for a second. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy is what it's called. <laughs> I, I knew what it was. I have the trailer queued up here anyway. Uh, but it's called Jupiter's Legacy. It's a comic book related or comic book um, inspired uh, show. Not even inspired, but I mean, there's a comic series. There have been multiple comic series with this IP, this this uh, 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 concept here uh, by Mark Millar, uh, who does, who's got a big contract with Netflix. He's done a lot of really good stuff. I really like his 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 take on things. He's got a really a lot of interesting comics out there. This is a superhero kind of a story. It also involves a family. Um, you've got the older generation of superheroes and the younger generation who kind of don't really want it, maybe. Um, I will point out, and uh, it's been a bit since I read the original series of comics. Gosh, probably 10 years maybe ago it first came out. I'd have to look it up on online. But they've... they've changed a fair amount i feel and i've i've read this on people's other comments on some groups on facebook and so on they've changed the, the this a bit from the comics so it's not really a big problem for me because i there, there's a couple 
couple things that I don't really see them bringing out here yet in the series, in the show, that, that it was a really, I felt like a pretty big part of the comics. So I'm not sure how I'll feel about this by the end. I mean, it's interesting so far. I think it's pretty well done. Although I will say it, it feels a little, uh, I'll, I'll say that compared to some shows, it feels a little lower budget somewhat. It feels a little bit, you know, I, I haven't, again, I've only watched three episodes so far, and I think there's eight. Um, but um, anyway, Jupiter's Legacy on on Netflix, all the episodes are out because that's the way Netflix does it. Um, I'm okay with it so far. It's got a good cast, really solid cast. Again, looks good. Except, again, I feel like it seems a little bit under-budgeted. People will complain sometimes about the CW, CW TV shows being kind of looking a little chintzy and, and under budget, although I don't really always agree with her when they say that. I, I think there have been times where that's true a little bit. I, I think Supergirl probably is the one that's probably had the most ups and downs in terms of what they could do, but they've got to make her fly, which most of the other shows don't. But I think they've gotten better about that. And the new Superman and Lois show, they've definitely added uh, some money to that show. And it, and it, and it definitely, it, you can see it on the screen. And, but none of that really bothers me as much maybe as it seems it seems to bother some people more than others. It's about the characters, about the story. It's about how it's presented and acted. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't want it to look like 60s or Flash Gordon, you know, style, old Flash Gordon, you know, 30s. I mean, it's got to have a, a little bit of a modern look, and you can't cringe too much while you watch it. Um, but um, I don't feel any of these shows are that, that – that's – I don't feel that that is a thing that really – should be the defining criteria for whether you know it's good or not so all right i'm about 40 or so minutes in the podcast so let's play this last trailer to jupiter's legacy uh the superhero show that's on netflix now i'll come back and we'll wrap things up for this week don't you remember the island and what we had to do to earn these powers 90 years. 90 years, and what do we have to show for it? We've made a difference, Shell. What was Dad like when he was younger? Nothing ever rattled a bastard. The man I knew was never at home when I was a kid. Too busy saving the world. you do is a reflection on this family you have to be the ideal no one can live up to the ideal not even dad they're not even close to being ready I'm doing everything I can to keep this family from falling apart. Well, it's not working. It used to be that you protect your country. They call you a hero. The world is changing. So I guess we're gonna have to change with it.
together and can do this anymore. You do the right thing. Somebody dies. You do the wrong thing. Somebody dies. So what would you do if you were the one calling the shots? All right, there you go. Jupiter's Legacy on, on Netflix. Uh, if you want to watch some superhero stuff, I, I know there are people that <laughs> feel like they're tired of that. We're going to get four. We're going to get four Marvel movies at the theaters this year still, uh, starting in uh, when is it now? July with Black Widow, uh, and then and then three more. Uh, so yeah, we got we got a lot of movies actually. They've uh, now that now that apparently at least in the U.S. Uh, you know, pandemic and COVID is over, although it really isn't. Yeah, a lot of movies coming. But um, so there's a quick rundown of some stuff I'm watching. There's a new season uh, of Love, Death, and Robots, also on Netflix. It's the short animated uh, things. The first season was really interesting. I love that kind of stuff because you get a lot of variety. It's like a short story book, a book of short stories. You get these short 10 to, you know, 12, 13 minutes, sometimes a little more or less time segments. You get a little story. I watched the first um, first couple of those uh, the other night. Uh, one was like, think of if your Roomba went like, went like crazy and had lasers. Yeah, so that was one one they did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, on, that's a really fun little uh, thing. You should watch that. If you're listening to this podcast, I think you'd really enjoy it. That's on Netflix as well. You can't really play a good trailer for that one anyway because of it being um, just a bunch of short stories. I'm sure there's a trailer out there, but it's probably more visual than than giving you an idea of the concept because they're all, I don't know how many they did in the first, how many they were included, 15, 16 or something like that, uh, little short segments, animated segments. But, yeah, that's really good. And uh, uh, sort of a little bit of a Black Mirror vibe to it too as well. Uh, which I feel like Black Mirror is like the the modern Twilight Zone in a way, although it feels very kind of negative and down. A lot of the <laughs> it's hard to watch, you know. Black Mirror, I like it. It, it. It's interesting and it makes you think, but it's almost too real and it's almost too like, ugh. Is that really what we, society is going to become in a few years? Ugh. You, you know, you always you, when you watch that show, you think like, yeah, I could see that easily happening, uh, but. Um, I hope I hope for the most part, I don't think I don't know if there's been one Black Mirror episode where I said, yeah, I want to live in that future. Not like, you know, Star Trek for the most part where, yeah, I'd like to live in that future. I don't think I want to live in any Black Mirror future. But um, yeah, so Love, Death and Robots, that's on Netflix. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I could have mentioned. Um, I'm still on the last I'm in the last uh, season or part uh, of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch show that's on Netflix there's that other um i didn't mention this one this was another one i was going to mention shadow and bone because i've only watched the first couple of episodes of that i kind of have want to clear out a few of these other shows first before i get into that one it's another fantasy show and uh i've heard good things about it it, it it's got an interesting concept too 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, okay. So way longer than the half hour originally I said, or even the 45 minutes, we're at almost 50 minutes. So I am going to get out of here. Thanks so much as always folks for listening to Treks and Sci-Fi. Really appreciate that. Uh, appreciate this Patreon supporters and next week should be either a guest cast. Maybe I'll get Mark hopefully, uh, or, um, by the way, thanks again to Jen for doing that show last week on Alias. That was a really fun thing to do. I hope we can do a couple more this year on, on a couple of other topics. But, uh, yeah, next week will be a repeat show and or a guest cast, depending on what happens. And then in two weeks, I think I've done this already, but I feel like I need to do it again because things changed. But I'm kind of tentatively planning to do another. This will be like Memorial Day weekend in two weeks. But I want to do another vidcast about what we've got for movies coming in the rest of the year because it seems like we've got a lot. Um, but, um, yeah. All right, everyone, take care. Get vaccinated if you haven't. Uh, sorry about the soapbox earlier, but maybe I'm not sorry. <laughs> my my show, my rules. Uh, but um, it's something I feel pretty strongly about, and, and I believe in science, and I believe it's helping. So there you go. Okay, folks. Go watch some of these shows. I, I hope some of these things maybe are like you hadn't heard that much about them or got you interested. Really, for all mankind, if I have to say one uh, out of everything I talked about, you guys got to watch that. I know not everybody has Apple Plus TV, Apple TV Plus, whatever, but it, it oh, it's so good. It's so good. I, I can't recommend it enough. Um, and, and that other show that they did, uh, The Right Stuff series, is also also really good. I think that was an HBO show. I'm really, really bad about it's very hard these days to keep track of. I think I can handle Disney Plus, Paramount Plus of, you know, hey, you got the Star Wars stuff and the Marvel stuff on Disney, right? And Paramount's got track in, in other things. But other than that, it's it's like I can't keep track of what shows I want on other streaming service. Sorry. Easy to find out online. Uh, to, to look those things up. So, but yeah, for all mankind, fantastic show. Uh, I, I really, really hope, and I think it's fairly successful. I really hope we'll get another season or more. I could really see this concept, um, taking off. Uh, he does an interesting thing. One thing I didn't mention, I don't know how much of a spoiler this is, but he's kind of accelerating, uh, and he does a little time jump, uh, there's about a 10 year time jump up forward from season one to season two uh but uh i gave a spoiler warning so there you go but my point with that is is that the show has sort of almost limitless um he could he could even take it you know if it went on for years he could even take it to a you know starships type of thing and and hopping galaxies as kirk would say you know Oh, no, McCoy said that line, right? Yeah, you want to be out there hopping galaxies. So, all right, I'm just blathering. This is Rico signing off for Treks and Sci-Fi for this week. Take care, everyone, and talk to you again soon. Bye.
This has been a Rick Dosti Podcast production.